everyone, and welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet movie podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. This is the podcast where we watch The Muppets Take Manhattan two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Ryan Rowe. I'm your other host, Anthony Strand. And we are very happy to have last week's guest back with us. Uh, a guest that I am especially fond of. Guest, please introduce yourself. Hi, I am Stacy Rosen. Thanks for joining us again. My pleasure. And today we're talking about minutes five and six of The Muppets Take Manhattan, in which the gang decides to take their show to Broadway. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about the audience um, before we move on. Uh, so... We talked about the, the Muppet performer cameos last week, but the other interesting thing about this audience is that the people at Muppet Wiki discovered a while back that several shots from this movie have been licensed out for use in other productions. So if you can afford it, you can pay Getty Images or whoever it is to use clips from this movie in your, your movie or your TV show. Um, and the cheering crowd from this this college crowd is one of those clips which has been used in a few different things, including the show At Home with Amy Sedaris. They've used it as just like a, a cheering crowd uh, stock video clip. Were they specifically looking for a cheering crowd where people were dressed in 80s fashion? I don't know. I feel like it fits well with something like Amy Sedaris's show, where it's... I don't know if you could... You, you couldn't do a movie that's set now and use this clip and pass it off because it it does kind of look old well it's it, it it's really funny to me because <clears throat> on that on that amy sedaris show and I, like it was in a spongebob episode too yes like, they as, use the same as, clip as a cheering crowd um it has the exact same effect as like on monty python we would see this crowd of like a black and white film of like you know old o- older women like right. clapping politely you know, and like that was 30 years old or whatever at that time in 1970. Mm. And it feels exactly the same, like this is out of date <laughs> and that's the joke, you know? That's why. Yeah, it feels, that makes it feels sense. old and retro and kitschy. I really hope in one of those productions you can make out characters saying, like mouthing Kermit. <laughs> right. So I, we, we all looked at the Getty Images page with these clips, and they all have like descriptions of what they are. It's like a wide angle of a crowd cheering and applauding. But then, yeah, one of them, you can actually read their lips, and they are chanting, Kermit, Kermit. Yeah. Well, and w- one of them is, has the tail end of the guy who yells, Hey, Kermit, next time we'll see you on Broadway. Like, you can see, like, the hey in Broadway or something. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, it's, it's very strange. Can we talk about that line? Well, yeah, well, so let's, um, <laughs> let me make sure there's nothing else. Oh, actually, yeah, so that's the next thing I have in my notes. Uh, yeah, so the guy in the audience yells out, Kermit, next time we'll see you on Broadway. Why does he pronounce it that well, way? Well, I, he, I he lives did. at Danhurst College, and <laughs> that's like the local vernacular. That's, that's the regional pronunciation. Is that how they say it in Poughkeepsie? <laughs> in Poughkeepsie, they say... Broadway, yeah. But that's not how any of our Muppet Dan Hurst graduates pronounce it in this but scene. No, because but they're, they're not, not, they're not Poughkeepsie natives. <laughs> right. They came to Dan Hurst from other towns. Um, this, by the way, I this guy, I've always wondered 
Like, why is he balding? Like, why did they cast? Like, is he is he a college student? Because he looks like he's thirty two well, years old. It's a very we talked about the people. It's we a very see. diverse There's a lot of crowd. Older that's yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Um, and I oh, figure some of them are students, some of them are professors. Maybe some of them are parents. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. If one, yeah, if I had been in a production in college in my home state, my parents would right. Have and if it's graduation true. week, they probably staged the big show, so you know p- people's parents would be in town. Yeah, maybe this guy is like Scooter's dad, and that's why he's so excited. That's about Scooter's him. dad. Oh, yeah. I could. Totally that's JP see Gross's that. brother. Yeah, but Tre- Trevor um, Gross. Yeah, <laughs> but I always say. Broadway, as does everyone I know. I think everyone well, says it that way. I, every once in a while, I'll hear someone say... This isn't like... Every yeah. once in a while, I hear someone say Broadway. I think Matthew Broderick says it that way in The Producers. Really? Yeah, and it, it always sounds like a little old-fashioned to me. Like, if, maybe that's how they used to say it. Now that you say it, you're right. In some of those older things, they'll say, like, on old Broadway. Yeah, I want to be a star that, on Broadway. Yeah. Yeah, George M. Cohan said. I mean, James Cagney says it like that. I mean, in, back. In, if you go back, actually, that's exactly what I had in my head when I said that. But <laughs> yeah. if you go back far enough, um, Broadway used to be two words, right? Broadway. Probably. So I think maybe that has something to do with it. But uh, yeah, it's funny. Um, so then, yeah, and the first Muppet who takes this idea seriously is actually Scooter. Scooter is so excited about this yeah, idea. We, <laughs> like, we see the Muppets backstage, and Scooter says, "That's a great idea." And does he does, a, he does scooter a Scooter fist. fist, yeah, yeah. And then the rest of them start chatting about it. They're very excited. Well, and uh, Kermit, like, it's just so funny to me that some rando yells like, "Hey, we'll see you on Broadway," and Scooter's like, "Yeah, that's exactly what we'll <laughs> do. Good idea, man in crowd. This is my <laughs> life's ambition now." That's a great idea, bald guy. What do you think everybody majored in? Ooh. Um, they graduated with honors, supposedly. That's what some they of said them. in the announcement. Some of them. Some of them gra- I, graduated with honors. Yeah, um, that's... I can't imagine. Well, Gonzo, Gonzo got a two-year plumbing degree, of course. We know that. Okay, <laughs> sure. Course. And... and Piggy majored in being demure, and um, <laughs> that's I don't what know. Did, what did Camilla major in? Co- Great question. Uh, philosophy. philosophy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll buy that. Uh, yeah. So Kermit says they're just happy to have everyone's support. He says it's not often that a frog and a bear and a ch- pig and a chicken and a uh, whatever even get accepted into college. Which so. Which- I think we're about to say the same thing, which is that, like, so are they the only one, the only non-humans there? Right. They're breaking barriers. This is a very significant. Uh... But what is Scooter? Scoot- Scooter is a human. It's his his uncle he's... is a human. J.P. Gross. He, we know that. Yeah, he's he's humanoid. Scooter is just an unattractive right. young man. Like, you don't. So human, ha- so he has he has human privilege that the others don't. But Doctor Zuma, but, so but Doctor Teeth and all them are humans he- too. Janice, Floyd, oh right, right, Zoot, and possibly oh, right. Animal. We don't know. Yeah, we talked about that, but um, yeah. So these are like I, there should it must have like made the papers when all of these <laughs> different animals became the first like. 
you know, the first frog gets accepted into Danhurst College, and the first pig, and the first chicken, and the first bear, they, and the first dog. They should have had a flashback to Cloris Leachman saying, this is a college admissions office, not a zoo. Right, she was going to re- reject think that this- their applications, but then they just uh, made her sneeze until she accepted them. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this whole movie is like a metaphor for affirmative action? And what individuals can achieve if they just have the same opportunities to go to college? Sure. (laughs) This was the era where that was really, you know, becoming popular. People were talking about it. That's true. This is the same era as the movie Soul Man, a movie with a very bad take (laughs) on affirmative action. Mm. Yeah. That that movie should be forgotten. Yeah, I I won't explain. Look up the movie Soul Man if you want to cringe. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm going to make a note right, right. now. All right. Soul Man Cringe. <laughs> right. Um, Kermit says they are proud to be graduating, some with honors. And then he's cut off by uh, the sounds of a screaming woman whom Animal is chasing and yelling, woman, woman. And then Kermit says, and uh, some with the help of daily psychological counseling. And the audience just laughs merrily and turns well, back to Kermit. Well, I th- but which is kind of disturbing because this woman is obviously in distress being chased by animals. Well, I think you and I have talked about this before that like it's 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 animal and it's Harpo Marx, right? The, who who did that exact same thing. Yeah. And in both of those cases, it's really funny until you start to think of the women they're chasing as human beings. And then you realize yeah. like Oh, this woman is screaming in terror because she thinks she's going to get attacked. You know? Well, and the fact that they have her screaming. Right. They didn't, it, she doesn't have to be screaming. Because I'm thinking of uh, Snow White in The Muppets Go to Walt Disney World. Yeah, who seems kind of amused. Who, who kind of seems she's like smiling, she's having right? fun. Yeah. She's being chased. Yeah, like it's a game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in this case, it does not seem like she's having fun. Right. Although I should say that my five-year-old daughter thinks... Yeah, that's hilarious. Like, you talk about Muppets, and she'll be like, animal, woman, woman. Like, like she thinks it's so funny. And yeah. a lot of times... And how do you feel about well, that? Well, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, like, it makes... She gets the gag, yeah. though. She gets what they were going right. for, and she doesn't have the life experience to analyze it through the lens that we're that's, looking at it that's right true. now. Because how did you feel about it, Ryan, as a child watching it? Well, no, I just thought it was Animal being silly, and, yeah. you know, to date I have... But I don't know. I was going to say, to date, I've never chased any women around yelling, woman, woman, but that, <laughs> you know... That's no excuse for it being in the movie. Right, right. But But also about that line, do we think that Animal actually sees a counselor every day? Daily psychological counseling. It's not doing very much good. Right. Like, that's what, which, which, if he is, then I guess that that makes it, like, that makes this moment better that, like, Animal is actively oh. seeking help. Right. Or, yeah, maybe, like, oh, you should have seen him before he went to counseling. Maybe it was conditional of him staying, like, in the school. Yeah. Yeah. But can, like, wow. like, how do you imagine those therapy sessions go? Like, <laughs> I do not want to be his counselor. No, me neither. That's for sure. Did you guys know what with honors meant? Because I didn't know until probably I was in college what that meant. Um, I probably didn't know until I saw the movie with honors. <laughs> that's, what, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> Is that the Freddie <laughs> yeah, Pesci? Movie? Yeah, Mo- Pesci, Moira, yeah. Moira Kelly. Yes. Yeah. 
Mm. Wait, I still think that I, I still don't think I knew what that meant by the end of that movie either. <laughs> well, that movie was about how Joe Pesci graduates with honors from the School of Life by being a wise homeless man. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, but, and, you know, we should note, too, that only some of them graduated with honors. So I figure Kermit probably did. I don't know if Fozzie graduated with honors. No. Maybe Scooter did. Maybe Ralph did. But uh, Maybe Ralph. Yeah, yeah. Probably not all. Yeah, probably Janice. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So, um, yeah. Now, in the March 7th, 1983 draft of the screenplay, there was a little bit more right here. There was... Another, there was a human character, uh, which would be a celebrity cameo, the dean from the school. He was going to join Kermit on stage to give a little speech, and he would make several bad jokes, which are revealed to have been written by Fozzie. Um, <laughs> and then we learned from the dean that Kermit is the president of the drama club, a member of the student governing board, and the captain of the lacrosse team. Well, that explains how everybody knew yeah. him. That explains why everyone knows him and loves yeah. him so much. And also, I would like very much to see Kermit playing lacrosse. Sure. As would I. Um, so in this little scene, the dean shakes Kermit's hand continuously and vigorously as he's doing the speech. And Kermit's just like bouncing up and down as the, the dean is shaking his hand. Um, it would have been fun to see this, but I don't think it, you know, it makes sense that they cut it because pretty much everything that is important from the Dean's speech is just in Kermit's speech to the audience. So you don't need another character there. Right. 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 Interesting. So in the movie we have uh, backstage, we see, I guess the gang has just told Kermit that they think they really should bring the show to Broadway, but he insists it's not good enough. There's something missing. Well, can, can we go back to one thing that you skipped over? Which is that um, when they're all excited about the, the idea of taking it to Broadway, Fozzie says New York would be dying for a great musical like this. Or Broadway yes. would be dying to get a great musical like this, I, I think is what he says. So this is 1984. This is the same year that uh, famously uh, Sunday in the Park with George lost almost everything at the Tonys to La Cage à Fall. La Cage à Fall. Mm. Uh, and Jerry Herman like famously slammed Sondheim in his acceptance speech. Right, he he won best score, and he said, "There's been a rumor around for a couple of years that the simple hummable show tune was no longer welcome on Broadway. Well, it's alive. Well, it's alive <laughs> and well at the Palace," is what Jerry Herman said in his acceptance uh, speech. Ooh. And so I guess Fozzie's on Team Jerry Herman, right? Like fo- this, I this think is basically so. Fozzie being like, "I'm not finishing the hat. I already have a hat." Right? <laughs> yes. So. And you can't argue with Fozzie. No, no, because he's right. Broadway is dying to get a great musical like this. Yeah, and this is obviously a very simple crowd yeah, pleaser. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, it is. It is Fozzie's very right. much uh, in the zeitgeist of what was actually going on on Broadway at the time: the Jerry Herman versus yeah. Stephen Sondheim bloody war of nineteen eighty four. The battle, yeah. yeah. Um, but Kermit thinks that there's still something missing from the show. Uh, this is when Piggy reminds him that they said they can't get married until they have enough money, and they would have enough money if they had a hit on Broadway. This is a different dynamic, a Kermit and Piggy dynamic, than we saw in the first two Right, they're, in they're engaged, right? Like, Right, in both of those, we had scenes where they were meeting each other for the first time and falling in love. In this, they're already engaged at the beginning of the movie. I think probably 
the filmmakers figured the audience didn't need to see Kermit and Piggy meet and fall in love again, and the you know Muppet fans are just kind of ready for, <laughs> for Kermit and Piggy to move their relationship forward. Yeah. Well, and so that's where we are. And here. I kind of feel like this movie is the reason why people think Kermit and Fozzie, Kermit and Fozzie. <laughs> this movie is the reason why people think Kermit and Piggy like are in a committed relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is where it starts. Right. Yeah. Like they dated in the other two, but like if they, if they are broken up in, in the 2011 movie or the 2015 TV show, this is what they are broken up from. Right. Like in, in, in the public consciousness. Sure. Yeah. Right. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Um, yeah. And definitely the movies, as we've said before, the movies made more of a point of, of making them a couple at all compared to the Muppet mm-hmm. show. Or, or and if you notice that. his reaction to the to getting married, it, it, he just sort of nods like, oh, yeah, maybe you're right. It's not that usual sort of like gulp yeah. right. that you see in other in other productions and also I think at points in this movie, but I can't remember fully, so I have to watch again. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't seem like it's supposed to be her coming up with this idea on her own. They do seem legitimately right. Right. Yeah. He's good with it. Yeah. Um, there are a couple other lines here in that March 7th draft. Dr. Teeth says he's in favor of taking this show to Broadway because you never know. It just might become profitable and I could acquire a diversified portfolio. (laughs) And Janice says that at intermission, they could serve like really nutritional protein drinks. I I like that. Yeah, that would have been fun. They could have kept that. Um, So they're talking about Broadway. Gonzo says Broadway of what city? Which... Everyone is kind of which, exasperated. Which, fe- which feels question. like a worse version of going to Bombay, India to become a movie star, though. Like, it's it, right. it's 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 I a mean, little it's... bit like, hey, remember this thing from that other movie? Gonzo, Gonzo thinks the obvious thing isn't what to do. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, and I I buy Gonzo as being just oblivious enough to need sure. to ask that question. Um, but just for fun, I looked up. Uh, in the 10 largest U.S. cities by population, but now, not that I didn't look up a 1984 list, um, to see how many of them have a Broadway. Um, of course, New York has a Broadway, and in fact, there are Broadways in all five boroughs. Oh, so I knew that. New York has five Broadways. Um, I used to live near the one, this is a side note, I used to live near the one in Brooklyn, and there was a subway stop where one of the mosaic signs on the wall of the subway was misspelled as Broadway. Oh, is that right? So that's fun. Nice. Yes. Um, and all of the other uh, top 10 largest U.S. cities have either a Broadway, a North or South Broadway, a Broadway Avenue, or a Broadway Street, except Philadelphia. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, assuming Gonzo doesn't know, maybe he doesn't have his finger on the pulse of theater. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, not an unreasonable question. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, I, I live in St. Paul. As you as you both know, and listeners might know, St. Paul and Minneapolis both have Broadway avenues. You know, like I, I just kind of there assume you go. Ev- yeah. everyone does. Maybe they're taking their show to Broadway in Phoenix. Yeah, maybe. So, um, yeah, then they they realize I, Kermit is sort of like, oh, but what about our future plans? And I think it's Scooter says this could be our future. Scooter, is, oh, Scooter and... had nothing to do after college. Like he's so excited <laughs> about this idea. Be- that's why he's yeah, so good. Yeah, because he just had it. nothing else going on. Like that's my theory. Yeah, yeah. 
And then uh, Fozzie says if they don't try, they're going to just have to say goodbye to each other. So they're going to Broadway. Wait, why are those the only two options? (laughs) They either produce their show on Broadway or they all All have to separate, even though they were somehow all able to go to college together. (laughs) I would like this. Yeah, like why why can't they all like share a few apartments uh, down the street or something? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Although what you say that they're going to Broadway, but what convinces Kermit, I think, is animal screaming Broadway a a bunch of times. Because like like that if (laughs) he does make feels like that's what tips him over the edge. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, all right, stop yelling at me. We'll go to Broadway. And then right before this clip ends, we just catch a very brief glimpse of the city skyline. Oh, do we though, Ryan? Do we? We well, hmm, it sure looks like the skyline of Manhattan. I mean I determined that it's facing south um, from, you know, the northern part of Manhattan. But there are no twin towers in the picture, which means this uh, this was taken sometime before 1973, that image that we're seeing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's interesting. You you found a similar a similar photo. Of the skyline. Yeah, and actually in my, uh, in the school that I was working out of, right behind where I sat was a poster of almost the exact same vantage point. Hmm. And yeah, it's definitely facing south. So on the right, you see New Jersey, and on the left, you see Brooklyn. There you go. Huh. And and that's that's where the Muppets are headed. Yeah. So that's everything I have. I will ask if you guys have any final thoughts. Stacy, starting with you. No, I think that's it for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, in retrospect, I probably should have saved my my Jerry Herman thing until now, but I didn't. So I have I have <laughs> no, nothing else to say. Yeah, the only thing I was going to add is you were saying, uh, Ryan, that you used to live by the Broadway in Brooklyn. You also got married right next to the Broadway in Queens. Oh yeah, yeah, in Flushing. Yeah, that's true. So I have uh, I have several connections to several Broadways. You and friend, you and friend Resher yeah. both from the sound of things. <laughs> yes, uh, in Flushing yes. Queens. <laughs> so, with that, we will wrap things up for this week. Everyone, make sure you check out toughpigs.com on the internet, Facebook, Twitter, and all of those things. You can also uh, send us an email at movingrightalong at toughpigs.com. You can find me on Twitter at me, Ryan Rowe. Stacy, where can people find you on the internet? I am on Twitter as uh, Stacy said what, and that is Stacy spelled with an I at the end. However, I am mostly off Twitter these days because the world is a horrible place. The world is a horrible true. place, but good thing this is not a horrible movie. <laughs> this is a, del- a wonderful, a delightful movie. movie. Uh, and listeners, please, if you don't mind giving us a positive review on Apple Podcasts or wherever. And tell all your friends about the show. And join us again next week for another episode of Moving Right Along. Broadway! Broadway! Broadway. <laughs> <laughs>